And we're back, and we want to talk about this village concept. You know, um, I live in a city where uh, approximately 30,000 people, right? And it's not that big, okay? But we have broken our record this year by having 18 murders before yesterday. And that's stand before you today, uh having more murders in this city than we ever had we have topped it off not even for the year we are at 20 murders in this city 20 murders in this small town and when you talk about the village concept uh those 20 murders to me seem like it's still not enough to ignite the village to wake the village up you know, uh, one murder should have been enough to do that, but we're in a place here where uh, it seems like it's becoming the norm. It seems like uh, the people are numb to these murders, and the ones who aren't, who are not numb, you know, they they want to bring awareness, but they want to bring it by cookouts and meetings and things of that nature, you know. But um, you know, 20 murders is a lot, man. And, and all of my young men and all of my young black men, I might add. And I have to add it, it's the truth. All of them were uh, killed by the hands of black men. Not by the hands of an oppressor, not by the hands of... Not by the hands of uh, the police, not by the hands of um, anybody else, but the people who are included in the village. This is our village. This is our village, and I, I disagree with with that with that um, notion when people say it takes a village to raise a child. Like I said in my last segment, it does not take a village to raise a child. It takes parents to raise a child and the village responsibility is to make sure there's a safe haven for that child while it's away from its parents and making sure that that safe haven is a road that leads away and back safely not kill them while they're out and that's what's going on when the kids leave their parenting when they leave their homes a lot of times they don't make it back they don't make it back because someone in the village has killed them and not just killing is going on um, physically, but someone in the village has raped them. Someone in the village has robbed them. You know, this is the village we're talking about, uh, the counter village. So uh, I think it's safe to say, no, it don't take a village to raise them. The village got a responsibility to create a positive environment, you know. Um, but hell, nah, don't don't leave your child. Uh, the, the village is not responsible for your child. They may be responsible for the things that happen to your child. They are responsible for the environment and atmosphere that they create for your child. And you're responsible for the parenting that you give your child to warn them about the dangers in the village. You know? Um, so so it's safe to say, no, nah, the village, no. It don't take a village to raise them. It take parents, you know, 
So when we're talking about raising kids, uh, let's start with the fathers. So dads, men, I want you to understand one thing. Um, you don't have to be the, the father of a child biologically to make sure that you're a father to that child. I'm going to say that one more time. <clears throat> Drink my coffee. You don't have to be a biological father to be a father to a child who's in your presence. As a man, you are you have a responsibility to play the role of that father while that child is in the absence of a father. You have to guide it, you have to protect it, you have to teach it. These are your responsibilities, you know, to that child. You know, that child should not be left out there alone with no protection, nobody teaching it, nobody guiding it. That's the kind of village that needs to be created again, you know. But see, we get too caught up and say, well, it's not my child. <coughs> Excuse me. It's not my child, so... I don't have no responsibility to it. I don't care what it do. You know, that's wrong. It is your child. As long as it's in your presence, it's your responsibility. You know, a lot of you may disagree with me, but um, I got some close friends who know when they see my kids, they are to protect them. They are to guide them. They are to teach them, you know, and feed them if they need be and give them water if they need, you know, but make sure that they are the father figures. They, They are in that place. In my absence, and I do the same thing for their kids if I see them out here. I make sure that they are safe. This is what we need to get back to. Women, the same thing. You know, um, you can't be out here saying, I don't need a man, because you do. It's designed that way. Even Blades of Grass have a male and female. I bet you didn't know that. But even grass have uh, male and female, and they are needed in order to make more grass. You know, so women, uh, you do need us, and we need you, but you won't hear us say we don't need you. Um, same concept with you guys. You cannot um, not be a mother to a child who's in your presence. You know, you have to be that mother figure if that child is in your presence. You got to be. Think about it. When we were coming up, uh, there would be grandmothers and other f- friends of our parents uh, in the neighborhood or in church, anywhere, who would quickly take up that slot in our parents' absence. And you better not act up because they had the same authority. You know, this day and time, you probably can't put your hands on a child or, or, or anything like that, but you can still always protect them. Always guide them and always teach them. And if you've done nothing else but get them a word of advice and words of encouragement, um, you've done a lot. So as men and women, we have to encourage them all of the time. I am who I am because I had elderly people always encouraging me. And it was that power that they put in me. It was those words of encouragement that made me defeat, that made me, that gave me the tools to um, fight the, the evils that's on the street. So it's all about it's all about having the tools, having something to be able to battle the evils that we face on the street as kids. Um, our kids know not what they do; they know what they see, which is us and how we act towards each other, how we treat each other. So they imitate it, 
on a higher level, you know, on a level that you all may have been thinking when it comes to arguments and stuff like that, but you knew you wouldn't do it because you have a certain love for life where these kids hadn't been all the way formed yet, you know, so they really don't have a love for life because all they see that life is through their eyes and our actions is death, death ways, and you know, a devilish way of life. You know, this is what we're teaching them. So, know the village uh, cannot raise our kids, but if you are in that village and that child is in your presence, you have a responsibility, a certain responsibility, to take up the slack in the absence of that mother or that father. It's just that simple, you know. These kids are not getting words of encouragement. They're always getting uh, beat down on. Can you imagine being in this generation right now and every time something negative happens, all the grown-ups say, or majority of the grown-ups say, it's the youth. These youth, they ain't got nothing to do. There's nothing for them and stuff like that. You know, I mean, what if you wanted the good kids in the youth or the kids who who actually not out here uh, gangbanging and things of that nature? How would that make you feel? You know, so you're, you're, you're categorizing a whole generation into one. When it's not the whole generation, it's just the ones who are imitating what they see. All right? So, so that village concept, throw that out the window and just take on responsibility as having the back of the parents. You know, the parents, it all they say it all starts in the home, you know, and things of that nature. I say it starts in the womb. You know, as soon as that baby is developed or start developing the first trimester, we should speak life to that child. We should respect that child, speak royalty to that child. I don't care how poor you are or how poor you think you are, you can teach that child that it is rich as soon as it's born, you know, just because it's living, all right? See, the ways of life today, when it comes out, we um, we don't teach that. We, we quickly let the kids see uh, or we teach them the difference and uh, what we think is rich and poor instead of showing them that just having a life period you are rich and you can do so much with everything that developed in that womb during those three trimesters so when God gave us a hand or two hands and two feet you know he gave us the tools that we're going to need to not be poor you know it's called life you know so so um we got to get on track as parents and it's as people not just the parents but people everybody always blaming the parents but guess what you can raise your child to be the best child in the world. But when that child leaves you, it's going to go through that village that we all talk about it takes to raise them. And if that village is fucked up, guess what? It's going to rub off on that child. So when that child leaves us as parents and go through that village, uh, it's going to take on some of the characteristics of that village. You know, this is why... Um, being in a city with dilapidated houses and and stuff of that nature, um, it has an effect, a direct effect on the kids. Prime example, if you got a lot of abandoned buildings in your in your community, and the kids get on the bus, they leave your house, get on the bus, and the school bus ride through this damaged area, this village, this dangerous damaged village, right? They're riding through hell already then they go through hell and they go to the school system 
you know, that look halfway decent, and they put that same hell on those teachers. The teachers, in turn, do whatever it takes to calm them down and give them some kind of heaven, right? And then the kids get back on the bus and they ride back through hell and they're giving their parents hell or their home hell or they're back outside in the community, uh, in the village, assisting with the creation of hell. And this is why we got 20 murders in this city because we have hellish ways and we have hellish people everywhere they go. You know, and so this is why it ain't going to stop. It's not going to stop, you know, until we all control our demons, until we all dispose of our demons the best way we can, and until we all share the responsibility in every child. To hell with the village. The village is dangerous. You know, in the village, you got a lot of people in the village. Just think about it. When you say take a village to raise a child, keep in mind, in your village, you have pedophiles. In your village, you have rapists. In your village, you have um, people who've been to prison, you know, and don't mind doing certain things, you know. Uh, in your village, you have people who hadn't been to prison and just as worse as some that's been to prison. In your village, you have liars. In your village, you have cheats. In your village, you have killers. You know, in your village, you have everything you can think of. So, no. Hell no. It does not take a village to raise a child. We all have a responsibility to help the parenting uh, when that child, any child, is away from his parents and in our presence. That's our responsibility. And we need to act like it. We need to get on board. And we need to teach, protect, and serve. All right? This is Marlo Jones signing out on does it really take a village to raise a child? My answer is hell no. I don't like the village. I don't trust the village. There's only certain ones in that village uh, that I would trust my kids with. Y'all have a good day.